0: Welcome to Amunah is our future with happy Mashiach days. These are days of Mashiach. Aren't we excited to begin this special time period called Elul? Elul is a special time for all of us to internalize and become more close to Hashem, Ani Ladodi, Vidodi Lee, like we already mentioned, the special Roshi Tavis, just making sure everything's good over here. Thank God, it looks great. And we need going ahead now, with an exciting class, please, God, that you guys can join us. Yes, a little bit old school on the YouTube one, but Hashem on the live feed, and we've got the Facebook, Instagram, still working out, still deciding if we want it right now at this point please god at some point we'll have all the fancy setup like we have with our wonderful tuesday night shear. and that reminds us last week was on wednesday and rosh chodesh elo now we're already in the elo in the mikvah as it says and with avarash please god he's going to be giving his shear, in hosting us here this class and please god tuesday night on a special 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 subject on the high holy days which we're heading towards now The opportunity you guys to keep sending in your feedback and questions to me, and that's partly what this whole class is about, is discussing the fact that last Wednesday night when the Rav was here and even the previous class before, so he was mentioning it, we went into an overload of important concepts that are not only relevant for you and me listening right now, but for the whole world, and it's very close to our hearts and minds, something that's really, really powerful, the concept of Mashiach, the Messiah, as they say in English, everyone in the world wants to know, good morning, when is the Messiah coming? When is that happening? You know, everyone wants to know. So usually the understanding is we're not going to be halakhadik over here. We're not going to say over the laws and what it says in all our holy, holy But Hashem, there are much bigger rabbis than me to talk that way about these kind of things. Like I can recommend if anyone wants to reach out who to go to for these kind of subjects. And especially, but we're sitting in... Rav Oresh's beautiful new studio, and we have to thank him for hosting this that we can have the together the opportunity to discuss what he spoke about and his understanding and hopefully try and internalize it according to English and our ability with our vessels and our kalim, our abilities, our realities of 2020, or 5780, as we're going into 5781, a new year, a new Jewish year approaching very, very soon. A lot of changes about to take place in the world. Not only has it changed drastically the world in an intense way through COVID-19 and the coronavirus challenge, but there's also been a big transformation, hopefully, in the political situation in a good way. Hopefully, there's going to be more peace, more unity, which is a big, big, big important thing. And not only that, we had today a picture from Rav Oresh standing with Bibi, with Bibi Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel, and also by the co by the Western Wall, the chief rabbi there, and some other special people over there. And he's trying to pull, he's trying to make very much a reality, just like when he was in Uman as well, with the president there and other officials over there, trying to make a real big Push for Umar Rosh Hashanah in this year coming up. And it's something which is, thank God, something which is inspiring people. And we've seen the little segment of last week's year go viral, like it's gone around. That's why we made it the main picture for this—a picture of Rav Oresh and Rav Elgad. Rav Oresh is sitting here, speaking in in Loshen Kodesh, talking about Mashiach, and Rav Elgrad is sitting over here, translating. And it's, it's a very special picture. We have a little bit of peace over here, which we all know that is it wasn't exactly what they were talking about, but it has that kind of energy of like something special is going being said and important. And that is truly the the reality of every week in this class. And that's why I've told you guys you all have a mission. It's not enough just for me to sit here and talk but it's up to you guys to keep sharing and thankfully people did this little segment went viral I was hearing from all different people and I was getting uh, feedback and people questioning and all kinds of comments and uh, some organizations took the clip and made it their own which is great we do ask you whoever does that please put the original link if possible just underneath so it's very important to always keep consistent that you know we Hashem, we have a beautiful studio and we're working hard to maintain it and Ravarish and all the different institutes and all the kind this or the partnership and we want to collaborate with everybody but just put the link in underneath i personally went around a few of those posts and put in the link that you should remember where it came from and you should be able to see the full context and that's something which is very important that whenever a rabbi speaks or anyone in the world nowadays he should always try look for the full context that's why personally i try listen to people who do incorporate a larger view and be able to um, if there is a synopsis, like some sort of smaller version, it should be consistent with a larger uh, take, that there is the message isn't lost. And hopefully if you watch the full thing, you'll get not only some great music and great energy and you'll get to see Rav Orish talk about many important things. We spoke about Hashem on, on things like uh, one of the people asked us about when they've been sexually abused and they wanted to know how can that be a Shem, how can I have a Muna? These are important real life questions in our generation, unfortunately. and. So i answered it and you can go to last week's class and listen and all the other previous classes and well, and let's get back. Let's focus in on what those two points, Uman and Mashiach. Those are the two points that people were like, wow, because one with COVID people are nervous to travel. I just saw good news about England that people can now come here without quarantine. So that's great news for the English people. And I'm going to talk about it. Please God, when I have a minute with my family, that's also something personal that I don't usually get the share on a Sunday. So Thanks to you guys, it was pushed forward. The camera guy who ended up not even being here for that minute, I had to turn it on myself. But the point was, he set it up a little bit and I had to be here today. So it was all relevant that you guys should get a special class today in Elul in a special time And I had the merit last night to be by very holy people and touch base with some very deep ideas Which hopefully we'll cover and it's consistent with these concepts of Mashiach and Uman Because Uman, let's talk about Uman. I've been there personally the last three years. That's three years. Yeah, not two three So that's the splinator, Bli, in Hara, Bezat Hashem, Basim That's the the uh, Chazaka, that's the idea of uh, when you do something three times, it sort of like locks it in, and it's like something you're going to do now always. So that's why we always say Blinada, like without a vow. That it's not something, you know, it's a good thing and everything good. That's why we say Blinada, because we want to keep doing good things, but we don't want it to become a vow. We don't want it to become a, like something we have to do. But based on Rav Orish's words, it seems like but the, the Rav here is saying and his beautiful institute in Brest of Israel and all these people here, they're davening and they're doing this for the world and not only to get rid of Corona, but also for Uman Rosh Hashanah. So we have this opportunity sitting here and hearing from Rav Oresh, that this is obviously fundamental. For Mashiach's coming, there has to be some sort of development. Let's just change this up a little bit. It's a bit funky over here. There has to be some development with the idea of what Mashiach and Uman, and how do they connect up. So we all know that Rabbi Nachman, in his holy svarim and to his students, encouraged Uman Rosh Hashanah. This is something which is obvious. I'm not going to just state obvious things and go into obvious points. Everybody knows about that. And it's very important to be an Uman Rosh Hashanah, according to the students of Rabbi Nachman. So obviously, if you consider yourself a breast lover or a student, of Rabbi, Nach- Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman the Ben Fager, Rabbi Nachman Ben Simcha, Zechus If you consider yourself as a Talmud, a student, someone who's a Shorish Neshama, the soul that we're speak, speaking about these many weeks, the soul level that you have, that you're in touch with, if your soul root goes all the way to Rabbi Nachman and all the way through him to all the sadikim the emissaries of all the way back to to the first um, of the of the Sedeikim, like Adam Rishon, Moshe Rabbeinu, all the sadikim all the way back, then you'd understand that this is part of history that for you to be in Oman this is like a must because this is your this is your scene or your path your pipeline of spirituality and ruchnius is not God forbid any like any um, distorted connection to a holy person it's a very pure understanding it's something which has been brought down for generations and even if people don't understand it completely or relate to it, that could be one either because their source, their their soul level doesn't connect into that for some reason. They connect into other places like Rabina uh, uh, Rebbe, or, or the Bhabicha Rebbe or the Livicha world or the Swarisha world or you know the Swardi Sadikim or, you know, Varia Yosef is thereof and uh, whatever his opinion was and then all the other different rabotim and that's the beautiful thing when we talk about unity in our umuna is our future classes the whole unity inspires projects that i'm personally pushing very strong is this idea that everyone has their own path and Hashem, there's no chesor and there's no lack by being in the holiest well, for me personally, being in the holiest city in the world, Yushalayim, which is where we're sitting right now, thank God, and being able to also live in Eretz Israel, well, wherever that is, or to even live in other countries, but have a beautiful community that you work hard on and you're invested in. And Hashem, there's like a shul, a local based midrash, I hope, and you have an opportunity to connect with the Chabad rab community or the uh, Yeshiva community or the modern community or whatever it is. You know, there's so many, thank God, different kinds of paths and ways in the Jewish world. And and all those different paths, you know, you have the Yemenite community, and you go on and on. Thank God, there's so many different paths, and it, that's one of the beautiful things: that unity and diversity. That there's, not, there's no divisiveness from having diversity. It's just what's the goal? The goal is one thing: is Shemaisuah. We said many times, so Hashem Achad. Hashem is one. But for the people who are followers of Rabbi Nachman, that is very, as you can hear from Rav it's it's bevadut. It's not just the Mashiach's going to come for sure but there's also the concept that the Rabbi Nachman wants breast lovers in Uman. So even with uh, epidemic, even with all the challenges, that is something very clear to Rav Oresh and we've heard it translated by Rav Elgad very clearly. So it's not something to to uh, for us to really have an opinion on other than just say this is what Rav Oresh said and this is the Masora, the, the tradition that he has all the way through the students of Rabbi Nachman and we we can be mamin as, as students of Rav Oresh, we can believe that what he's saying is 100% of Now for personally, for me, I happen to, like I said, I've said many times I have my Rebbe here in Yushalayim, he's Chernobyl, he's a Tolna Rebbe. I hope that doesn't push anyone away from here because once again, we're all about unity and thankfully a, someone who's a student of the Chernobyl path is also a student of Rebbe Nachman and Rebbe and there's also a student of Choban, there's also a student of, I'm named after the Vilna Gon, so a student of the Vilna Gon and his path and a student of the Rechaim HaKadosh and the Swadish Path and a student of the Benish Chai and all the different thank god holy righteous people that i've encountered the chief rabbi of england um the rev lord Sachs, you know people that you know some people don't hold of him whatever but the point is everyone's got different opinions but me personally he's he says beautiful tours about lord sax and then um, i mean he was the previous chief rabbi and then there's rob Jacobson in montsey and personally i'm drawing in a lot of different paths that's been my journey i'm about Juva. i didn't grow up with one path one one point so therefore that has to be part of the discussion that there are many paths so therefore you have different people that you speak to and different personal situations for example Shalom Bayat the person just before told me he himself even though he's abreast of and he's very involved the video guy he himself is not going to probably go to Umman because his wife won't let and that's the end of the story for him so we did ask that question and the Rav said you have to pray and pray so we're gonna pray please God that we should all be able to be together hopefully with Mashiach this year and the Rav said if not this year for sure by next Rosh Hashanah this will be the last Rosh Hashanah the Mashiach won't be here, so this was where we get to the subject of Mashiach Mashiach and Uman, how does it connect? So interestingly, Rabbi Nachman, I'm not saying he's Mashiach, but he is a descendant of the Baal He's a great grandson of the Baal Shem Tov of Kodesh, Rabbi Yisrael ben Eliezer Baal And Rabbi Nachman ben Simcha goes all the way back to through his mother, actually, Fager. He goes back to the Baal Tov, I think, yes, yeah, through his mother. And if anyone wants to correct me, through Udo. And then the son, maybe through the son, maybe, yeah. for definitely through Udu, who was a daughter of Baal Shem Tov. So the point is, you guys, you reach out. I'm son, suddenly son, my, uh, whatever, the Masoira, the tradition, I learned 100%, 100%. That's why we have opportunity down here to say stuff. But the main point is that Rabbi Nachman comes from the Baal Shem Tov, and he has that link all the way back to David Amelech. David and Melech was. The, the Melech Israel, the King of Israel, and it says in our Svarim, and our Holy Torah, that from David and Melech will come the, the Zerah of Mashiach ben David. It will be a son of David, which not literally a physical son. I mean, some say he has an Eshamah or some sort of continuation through David. Ben David means through David. But the point is, it will be a descendant either physically and exactly how to explain all these things. We have to go into all the Halakhic Svarim and like the Rambam and other places. But the main point is he'll be a descendant of David. Yeah, Double Malek, you He's living. It's an eternal uh, legacy that he left us with the Psalms and with, with the Tanakh and with all his beautiful teachings and him, his descendants were leaders amongst our people. They were kings. There was, um, as we know, Rabbi Huda Anassi was descendant from David and Melech and we know from the, um, the Rashiach Kodesh and all the other very, very big special people that we've had teachers to our people and to the world, hopefully, or to go out to the world that Hashem were blessed with the fact that we have such wonderful lights have always come into every generation and that's a promise so the light of Rabbi Nachman and through his students is in our generation and it's shining very strong now, more than ever, the fact that we have this whole online reality, we spoke about COVID and coronavirus, how it has impacted the online world even more, become more influential, more important, more involved, we're more on it we're more sharing, please God so that experience is a little bit like the Orish of Mashiach, that the light of Mashiach the light of the Messiah is being Mishpashet. Why? Because the lights of the t- teachings of the Ba'a Shem Tov are very close to the teachings of Mashiach. That's a mesora we have. And specifically Rabbi Nachman, his teachings they say are very uh, e- energizing and very enigmatic, I think is the word, if I got it right. You guys have got to help me over here, you know, like I'm, I don't want to be by myself. This is like a very serious discussion. Uh, you know, I'm not able by, with my little shoulders to say so much about other than what I know that's been passed down and Baruch Hashem that I'm meritorious to remember so but how does this connect in right now where we're holding? so I want to talk very important as we're leading up to Rosh Hashanah that spiritually there's a specific time people and place. We spoke about Rabbi Nachman and that Rav Oresh is encouraging through that Masorah, Umar and Rosh Hashanah. And there's a place there. And we know that there was martyrs that passed away. And it's got a very holy, holy energy there. If you've been there, like I said, three years in a row, I've been very empowered there and thousands of people together praying. And the feeling is like unbelievable. It's almost like a taste of what it's like when Mashiach comes, they say, and I felt personally, but there's also a concept of place and Zman, time, and also the concept of Nefesh of soul, these are uh, these three pillars of thoughts and understandings brought down. We have the power right now in a Chodesh Elul, just to like tune in a little bit. That the Melach the kings in the field, were saying the Dovet Hashem, we spoke about it last week. There's 13 times you mention Hashem's name, the idea of mercy, the tremendous mercy in the world. I heard from a last night, Rasimai Zibelberg, that when we hear the shofar, we hear the shofar, it's, it's Hashem, in a way, talking to us. Hashem himself, the creator of the world, if you understand what that means, such a powerful instrument. As it says in Tehillim, I'll read it out, had it sitting here, it's actually a Russian sitter. Because remember, in this, this studio, we've got all the languages going on, Russian, French, German, English, Yivrit, Russian Spanish, everything's going on in the studio, thank God, almost. And we have the three special words here, which is the first letter, Tiku Bechodesh Shofar, the Kessel Yom chagenu. So there's in the psalm, we say this every Thursday, Yom Hamishi. It's the psalm of Tishrei, of Rosh Hashanah. It begins the whole new year with this psalm, with this psalm from Dovin Melech. It says, Tiku bechodesh shofar. So what are those three words? The Hashem, here's Tiku, I can't read in Russian, but <laughs> He will blow in this month the shofar, yeah? So what do we say, Tiku? Yeah, Tiku is, begins with a tough. The next word, bechodesh in the month, begins with a base. So Tiku means that He will blow. The Chodesh, yeah, with, in this month, shofar, shofar. What's the first letter of shofar? Obviously, shin. So shin, base, tough shin based tough is shabbos Shin based is the holy time of the sabbath however we want to call it shabbos code this shabbat yeah so this idea that we're connecting in during the month the kessel yom where the moon it's the only holiday which is other than hanukkah maybe we could say but the only real holiday of hug of torah that we have is covered where the moon is not full and is not is not even half it's because yom kippur is already on the 10th day the first day of the month is the only festival we have from the Torah. is roshana Rosh so, again it says the rest of the pasuk that will be the time when the moon is covered there will be a festival so this is the the pasuk in the fifth uh so fifth day of the week which we say every every week on the fifth day and some people who say tell him all the time it's a beautiful tell and tell and psalm 81 and we have there the Rosh Hashanah, when we're talking about the shofar, and this year, Shabbos, Rosh Hashanah is Shabbistic. It's a time of mercy, thank God. It's a time where we don't have to feel bound by the, God forbid, the feeling of judgment. So we don't even have to blow the shofar on Shabbos this year on Rosh Hashanah, the first day. We have the opportunity that the Shabbos itself is mumtik, It's sweetening all the judgments. That's the power that the shofar doesn't need to feature because the Shabbos itself, Shmi Bass, as we said once, it's the Rosh Hashanah, Shemi hear the bass call hear the voice of Shabbos Kodesh hear the voice of the seventh millennia that's very important to realize when we're talking about this how's it relevant for you and me all these things we're talking about how does Rabbi Nachman become so relevant we know how relevant it is to sort to Hashem we know how relevant it is in this generation to have a relationship with Hashem have a relationship with the people All the things we've been speaking about week after week is very fundamental points that so people are suffering right now people are in pain people and being uh, uh, God forbid dying I went to last night to a mitzvah, and the Baal Simcha, the person who was making the Simcha was late. Why? Because he was just a leviah and he had to go again at the end. So he had to squeeze in a very short mitzvah that was already delayed and pushed off because of COVID. He couldn't make it in the ulama simcha that he wanted, a nice big hall. He had to make it in his house. He ended up having to fly to America because his family couldn't come there. So when he got back in time to quickly make a small thing and then the night he's making it, someone dies, one of his good friends from COVID, from COVID. I'm not trying to make anyone scared here. Look, Hashem is helping. Thank God it's hopefully getting less and less and it's been a crazy epidemic but the point is there's during this pandemic or not there's also been someone i saw funny pandemic online you know people are going crazy from being overload of too much netflix or whatever but the point is that there's a crazy feeling in the air so come shabbos disconnect to reconnect comes the yamosa mashiach the end of days the days these happy days that we called this class these days of joy where we're gonna laugh we're gonna sing there's hope there's going to be a future there is a future Amunah is our future we're going to have Amunah in the future being a days of happiness with Mashiach Sakeinu and it's not just about all these different paths and getting all caught up in all these minute things of like will you be in them and will you be in him? personally I haven't even thought about it I sit here with Rav I'm with Rav and I'm with my wife as well she's my soulmate. and Hashem will work it out where I'm meant to be Rosh Hashanah. I managed three years in a row let's see where Hashem puts me this If I'm in my Chernobyl uh, Rebbe's places, Toln the Rebbe, in Hishal, in Yushalayim, I'm in the holiest place in the world. If I'm in Uman, I'm with some of the holiest people in the world. Everywhere is good, but Hashem, wherever you are, remember Hashem is one. Hashem Achad. So the real point is the Mashiach himself is going to reveal the oneness of Hashem. Let's tune into that truth. Let's not get caught up in side side discussions. For Rav Oresh, it's 100% Uman Rosh Hashanah. For Rav Oresh, Mashiach is coming after Rosh Hashanah this year. That is Rav Oresh's light. That's his revelation. That's what he's holding. For us, on our level and our vessels, I hope, I hope we're on such a level to be in Uman Rosh Hashanah, to be with Mashiach Sarkainu in the new year. I hope. I hope we're in the basement. It's Rav Oresh, he's already there. <laughs> he's, he's trying to bring us into that reality that he's already holding by. With Sadiqim the Nistarim the and the Hidden Righteous People, he's already trying to draw us into that truth. And that's the idea when you connect to Sadiqim, you don't always understand exactly everything they say or how, can have a way to explain it? And that's why I'm not even going to try but the point we will discuss it in an, in an inspiring, encouraging way, that all of us here have the power to tune in to the Shabbos that's about to come. And not just, I don't just mean pastors Kisei say, Kisei Sir Muhammad, it's a time of War this week's Shabbos. I don't just mean this Shabbos. I mean the Chodesh Shvi, the seventh month coming up. Tishrei, Tishrei. This month is the seventh month from Chodesh Nisan. We've been counting Nisan, We start off with Pesah. That's the first month of the Jewish calendar, and then we go through all the way till the seventh month, which is Tishrei. Fine, you say the year starts Tishrei. That's the physical year in terms of certain ways of measuring time in that way. But there's also the idea, and it's talked about. And so i will not go into it too much right now, but we just hinted at the idea of the Rabbi is the tishrei, It's the beginning of the year, which is the Olam Mahshava, it's a very deep time, tishrei, the winter is more hidden, it's the realms of thoughts, and then there's the idea of Nisan being the Olam HaMaisa, Maisei Ikka, the main thing is the action, and that's Nisan, when we got out Mitzrayim, reality, it's not just thought, Shem thought the world into reality, but now it's actually happening, there's a people that want to bring Hashem's presence into the world, very deep concepts, but the idea is that we go through Nisan all the way now, till this sixth month we're in now, Elo, we are in the sixth month. So what happens in this sixth month? This is the sixth day. This is Erev Shabbos. Before we get to Tikal B'Shofer which is the month of Shabbos, Chodesh Tishrei, as you mentioned from Psalms, we first have to have the Erev Shabbos. This is Elul. This is why this time is the key. This this month is the most important part of history, an important part of the year. This is the most important part of our life. The, The time before the Shabbos, before the big light is about to come, before the big clarity, before the Shofar. we blow the Shofar Shabbos, in this inner level there's the Hamtaka and then we have the real shofar and that's bringing everything together and all the new ashpaz of the new year and then we have the opportunity for Yom Kippur to clean ourselves and so it's still come one of Hashem just like every Shabbos we have this opportunity Shabbat's really the night and the day there's three there's three times there's a there's a rush on in the night there's a Yom Kippur in the morning and there's a Sukkot in the afternoon and the Shemini Yetziris the, the man of Yichud is a rabbi the rabbi the es sos son so, of Hashem and this is the time where Hashem decides again to recreate creation again so every week we enter into a new realm so now we're sitting here on Sunday we're in a very deep ideas but the concept is that Sunday in Elul in 2020 for you guys for you and me what we can relate to in these deep ideas is that we're right now in a Ratz barishus. we're in a time Erev Shavas, Ikvas de Meshik where the hill steps of Messiah we're at the time just before the Messiah is about to come we're at a very opportune time. You know, there's all these political opportunists coming forth right now in this generation. All these people trying to be famous and this and that. Let's, let's ignore that rubbish and get into the opportune of what this real inner value of time is going on what's happening on the real level why how are these things going on what's really going on in creation where are we physically as in a place we're in Yushalayim right now with me you've joined me online you can enter into the Ava the air of Jerusalem like I said it was by a lot of righteous people last night and then we'll have Rav Oresh sit in the studio and his son he gives Daph in the studio There's a lot of righteous light in the studio because we're in Jerusalem we're in the holiest place in the world and then we have the the people personally I'm a Cohen but we have Rav Orish she's a student of Rav Nachman, we have this opportunity to tap into these lights that exist in our generation, even and through the internet, to make it global it's a very like interesting thing step back for a minute, and look at this reality that's going on, and then we have the time, Elo, this is the sixth day of the week, yeah, this is the sixth month, the sixth day of the week of creation because the world was created in seven days and we have the 6,000 years of creation and the 6,000th year the millennium, six thousand millennium which we're in the near the last part, 5, 7 7, eight 1 we're entering it's very close to the last two hundred and nineteen years of creation of these six thousand years we're about to enter into the seven thousand the 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 Millennium the six thousand is the seventh Millennium we're entering into the six thousand which is that concept of Shabbos Yom Shekula Shabbos where it's going to be always Shabbos the whole thousand years and what's after that Some of my deep ideas got Ramchal, how to other forum you can see what how it works out the most Mashiach the days of the Messiah but the point is right now we're in that time frame we very very close and just like we are at the end of the year in that aspect with the end of the completion of a year the completion of exile please god the completion of our own personal growth of this year we did a lot of action hopefully we put out a lot of classes personally we did it hopefully a lot of uh, prayer during this coronavirus we prayed for a lot of people for have healing we please God we, we joined together let's internalize what we've accomplished and take it with us into this new year into this Yom Adin, into this Yom HaJudgment, judgment and turn it into a day of Rachamim like it becomes when Shabbos comes everything all this all the judgments sweeten. so too when we blow the shofar all the judgments sweeten. All the negativity, all that rhetoric that's out there that's trying to make us crazy. I don't want to get political, but all the different opinions out there. And we've got to keep ourselves focused on the inner path, on the on the path that guides us towards light. So I just want to remind everyone before we finish today that, one, you can always send your questions. You know, we haven't answered everything because it's the answer to give an opinion on righteous people's um, opinions is something which in itself is a lack of a minute. so we're going to allow the ravs together we're going to understand the ravs' opinion and, and be and and please god pray that it be true because all he's saying is basically we have the ability this year hopefully with Rosh Hashanah, young people Sukkas and the new year and elo the whole preparation towards that to help bring the messiah to help bring mashiach this is a time where there's a certain energy in the world the world's changing people are opening up for new avenues and i personally like i said i listen to a lot of podcasts and the opportunity to hear on a podcast from the world they want change people want change but we want it to be from an inner place an inner place of truth not someone's agenda from from tuning into the true reality to the inner realities of creation so that it's godliness and it's it's, it's soul and it's spiritual and it has purpose and fulfillment and then it energizes the physical and the emotional it heals all those emotional pains and blocks and that's where we're at right now so I just want to say that you know is these subjects are obviously very way beyond me but remember we're saying we've got Hashem's help we've got the shofar we're blowing the shofar every day during Elul it's helping us clarify to tune into that inner voice and we've got the Yud giving us the the 13 levels of Hashem's name we say in the Hashem and people some have begun some are going to begin we have all these tools around us through the minhagim, through the customs of israel and through the world tuning into that light to to sweeten those judgments to get the world into a more positive place for the new year and remember we have tuesday night 11 o'clock we're back to normal time and please go next week my class will be back to normal time monday at 2 p.m but this week we're going to have asaf harush asaf harush is not Arush, he's Harush, Asaf Harush is going to give a beautiful class of his music and I want you guys to tune in and join us, I don't know who there's going to be our special guest the week after, you're welcome to send me recommendations, but the good news is we'll end off with, we have a new class from Yonatan Galad, maybe we'll ask him to come. Please, God, speak in English. But he's now putting out another class, Please, God, in English, on the Universal Garden of Imuna, so You can tune back in to Rav Galed on our, on our Breslov English networks and you can hear him in English again. Bruch Hashem, thank God. Rev. Dianel, God, we have got my classes, please, God. Rav Gedalia Fenster, we should pray for Gedalia Fenster's son, Yerachmo, Danil, Ben, should have a full Shleim and exclusive of everything we've been learning together and all the sharing of Amunah that you guys are going to do after this class and please God we should have healing in the world his son should be healed and all the people going through worry and pain their, their worries and everything should be healed don't worry, be happy as a famous singer once sang and we're going to hear from Asaf Vaharush this Tuesday night with Rav Sholem Arush. again send me your questions, keep sharing it, we want to keep seeing it going more and more out to the world, that's part of the Oresh or Mashiach, and we should see Mashiach, and please God be happy wherever we are and have happy days together. Amen.